Hi everybody, my name is Timothy and I greet you all in Jesus Christ's mighty name. You're listening to yet another episode of the Brother Timothy Clark Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about audio editors, we're going to be talking about guitar pedals, and we are just going to have an overall good time. So, first on the list is audio editors. Uh, The one thing that I want to say about audio editors is within regards to an audio editor that I use almost on a daily basis, it is called Hakasai. It is spelled H-O-K-U-S-A-I. This is something that you download onto your iPhone or iPad or iPod. You download it onto your iOS devices. Now, this particular audio editor, it is an absolutely wonderful blessing to have, but it is not without its shortcomings. For example, if you remember all the way back to episode 50 of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast, I had put out a recording made by my Apple Watch of our flight. And the audio was really quiet on the Apple Watch. And so when I do the normalization in Hakasai, it doesn't normalize because it thinks it's going to clip. Now, previous to making that recording, I had spoken with the company that makes Hakasai Wuji Juice. And I had stated to them, hey, your app says this is going to be clipping when it actually won't be. So, what gives? And, and they said to me, oh, well, we have uh, the ability of making it not clip uh, if you save in .wav, uh, you can bypass uh, our clipping sensors. And so, yesterday, I took the file of the flight and I edited it, got it down to uh, literally just the flight itself. Okay, that's all it is, is just the flight itself. And the uh, little... Uh, thing of me saying, okay, we're going to the airport, and now we're going to the plane. Okay, so that is literally the gist of the file now. And it is literally four, maybe five times louder, and it is not clipping. All because I took the file cranked up the gain, saved it in .wav. Then, I took that file, converted the .wav into M4A. Problem solved. But it is a little bit of a hindrance 
that you have to actually do that with files that Hakasai is going to say it's clipping, even though you know it's not clipping. So I'm not sure why Hakasai allows you to save files that it believes it's clipping in .wav and have it override that versus saving a file in M4A and it won't override it. Uh, it it'll, it'll, oh, well, you're clipping, so uh, we're gonna, you know, back down your audio. <sighs> it's crazy. But anyhow, um, lately I have been recording in voice memos on my iPhone, throwing it over to Hakasai, editing in Hakasai, and then saving it. Because it can't take the audio that you're already outputting and make it lower. It, it can't do that. But it can take the audio that you're trying to uh, increase and say, uh-uh, we're not going to allow you to do that. What they could do is on M4A files, they, they could put a little warning dialogue. Hey, if you proceed, you know, that this is going to clip. But they're not doing that. So I'm not really sure why, but they're simply refusing to do that for whatever reason. I'm not sure of their uh, logic behind all that, but anyhow... In a previous episode, Switching Gears to Guitar Pedals, we talked about the Flarig 5s and we talked about how I personally believe that the Flarig 5s are the best uh, guitar line of pedals for praise and worship. And there are others, you know, that you can buy, you know, the digital multi-effects boards and stuff, but... Yeah, if you're just looking for a simple solution for a, a, a worship guitar player, quote-unquote worship guitar player, um, you just need reverb, you need delay, you need drive and or outright distortion. I think the flag's got you covered. And then some. Uh... I think really any of the fly rigs would do the trick. You know, they even have an acoustic fly rig now, which I think is actually pretty incredible. And I must admit to having thoughts about trying the acoustic fly rig, and maybe one of these days I will. But the fly rigs in a jam session get really interesting really fast fly rigs in a jam session now that is something that you're usually not going to hear uh people aren't going to you know have fly rigs and fly rigs and fly rigs but my brother has a fly rig he plays bass so he's got the bass fly rig the B, uh, bfr and i've got the guitar fly rig we'll call that gfr <laughs> um but i have version one of the 
guitar fly rig, just the standard version. Uh, I was one of the first people, uh, as far as I know, to buy a fly rig. I had a fly rig within the first six months of the device coming to the market. And hearing the two fly rigs just working together, frankly, I think they complement one another. When you have two players, musical instruments, and they're playing on their respective gear, they're playing with their respective tones, with their respective styles, their respective sounds, and the gear happens to be all Tech 21, you're not going to get a quieter sound than that, and you're not going to get a better sound than that. Now, that is my personal opinion. Uh, I've, I've got to say, because I've heard a lot of wonderful sounds coming out of Line 6 products and even other digital products. But the fact of the matter is, when it comes down to products that are not digital... They are analog, they are compact, they are in pedal form. I don't think you're going to get anything better than a Tech 21 box. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be a fly rig at this point. I think any Tech 21 box is going to do you good. Even if it's their, their PSA rack units, okay, they got the rack units, and I think those are going to do you good. And I want you to hear the quality of these fly rigs playing into uh, the, the gear that, you know, we've, we've connected them into. To give you an idea, James connects his into an amp. And I've... I generally connect mine into my PA system. And the fact of the matter is, no matter what you have them connected into, you are going to get absolutely killer tones. I firmly 100% believe that. And you're going to hear these uh, wonderful tones in the jam that, that you're going to hear. Uh, this is a bluesy type jam, and I hope you enjoy. <laughs>
Now, hopefully you have come to the same conclusion that I have. Tech 21 makes high quality products and I highly recommend them. You know, people say this is the cat's meow and that's the cat's meow, but I think when it comes to guitar stuff uh, and even bass stuff, I mean, I really can't talk for, for bass players, uh, but in my humble opinion, okay, in my humble opinion, because I, I don't, I don't really know what's all out there for, for bass players, but in my humble opinion, I, I firmly believe that Tech 21 has them both covered. Uh, I know my brother really likes his bass fly rig, and so I, I, I think I'm able to say with a, a good level of confidence that the uh, bass guitar community uh, is really... Uh, better off with the Tech 21 products, just as the guitar community is better off with the Tech 21 products. I say all that not as an infomercial, but to invite you all to the Tech 21 Flyrig 5 users group on Facebook. And that group is uh, a group that I'm the admin of. Uh, that is my uh, little pet project, if you will. And frankly, I think we have a lot of good interactive members uh, and the, the group is growing. And I think for what it all offers and what a lot of people are getting out of it, it it's a nice little community. So if you, if, if you are a Flyrig 5 uh, user, or if you have questions about the Flyrig 5 devices, uh, feel free to join the group on Facebook. It is called the Tech 21 Flyrig 5 Users Group. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast. If you have any comments, complaints, questions, concerns, send those via email to timothyclarkmusic at me.com. Once again, that email address is. <laughs> Oh my, excuse me. <clears throat> That's nothing to sneeze about. Okay. Uh, email timothyclarkmusic at me.com. Once again, that email address is timothyclarkmusic at me.com. And you can check out my website for more information on me as well. My website address is as follows timothyclarkmusic.wordpress.com. Once again, that web address is timothyclarkmusic.wordpress.com. While you're there, don't forget to click on the music button and check out my music on the free music archive. And that jam that you heard in this episode podcast might one day make it there. No promises, but we shall see. And if it does, of course, it'll be available for a free download, as is everything on the free music archive. Just be respectful of the licenses and uh, such that the musicians are putting their music under, uh, the notes that the musicians may leave. Uh, other than that, have a blast. Enjoy the archive. And my name is Timothy. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast. And by the way, if there's anybody who would like to send audio to the podcast. There's a couple ways you can do that. 
you can send a voice message on Anchor. Those are only a minute long. If you need to send a larger audio file, you can send those in an email. And if you need to send an even larger audio file, get in touch with me and we'll work that out. That's going to do it for this episode of the Brother Timothy Clark Podcast.